Welcome to the Next Level Podcast, brought to you by Ridgeview High School Athletics. I'm your host, Cameron Lee, and today we have a very special guest, um, somebody who I've admired from afar for maybe about 10 years. Um, He's a great guy um, and the new head of our high school football team, Mr. Derek Howard. How you doing? Oh, man, I'm having a blast. Look, you admire me, man. Look, I seen you do your thing, so I admire you as well, man. So that's what's up. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, you uh, always love your family atmosphere. You know how you're an upstanding man. You're a good role model for these kids. So, you know, keep that going, man. Um, but, Coach, you know, we know you're, you know, you're the new man to lead our program. Um, you know, a lot of people may not know about your background. Um, so let's, let's get into the beginning. You know, we know you're a football guy. You love football. Um, let's talk about, you know, where you grew up. You know, I know you're uh, an alumni. So let's talk about your time here at Ridgeview and, uh, you know, how your career started. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Well, um, I guess we can take it back to eight years old, man. My family uh, moved to Columbia when I was eight, and, and I've grown up in uh, Richland, Richland two schools. Man, I went to Forest Lake, then I went to Bethlehem Bear, I went to Summit, I went to Spring Valley before they built Ridgeview, man. And uh, you know, in uh, 96, 95, 96, they built Ridgeview. It was the first year the school opened. So um, I was a sophomore there at that time. And, uh, you know, Ridgeview was just a school that, that provided a lot of opportunity for kids that may not have seen or had the, those type of opportunities at Spring Valley, which at the time was a humongous school. Um, so it was really hard athletically uh, for you maybe to get some opportunities and also in other activities because there were so many, you know, seniors and juniors that were ahead of you and whatnot. So, um, you know, took my time and, and, and uh, you know, enjoyed my time at Ridgeview, participated in, in four sports, believe it or not, you know, participated in football and basketball, um, track, and, and did uh, about two months of soccer. Mm-hmm. Um, the soccer coach recruited me, so, you know, it was cool. Had an opportunity to... Uh, to earn a scholarship to play football and, um, you know, go to college at Morehouse College in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, enjoyed that time there. was a four-year starter as a running back, so they moved me from quarterback, what I played at Ridgeview, to, to running back at, at um, Morehouse. And so uh, when I graduated, got my degree in uh, chemistry, and uh, Dr. Budden, who was the principal at the time, recruited me to come here and teach. Mm-hmm. So I uh, started my career at Ridgeview. Um, as a teacher, and at that time I was coaching football at Allen University, so it was co- collegiate football. The head coach was my defensive coordinator at Morehouse, so there's a lot of familiarity there. But uh, they folded that program after my t- second year there, um, so I got into high school coaching. So coached at Lower Richland, coached at Fairfield Central High School, got my first um, offensive coordinator opportunity at Keenan. Was there for four years. Then I came back to Ridgeview again, a chemistry teacher, physics teacher, and also, also was the offensive coordinator um, there and um, had an opportunity to work with Coach Parks, um, who was the last head coach there, and before that, Coach Jennings. And um, from there, I got my first opportunity to be a head coach at Wilson High School in Florence and, um, you know, did that for four years, and now I'm back home. Nice, man. I didn't, I didn't know you were a chemistry major, man. That's impressive. Um, if you guys you can't you can't see right now, but coach still looks like he can put the pads on, and you know he can help us out if we need anything on the field. So uh, he's in great shape, and uh, that's impressive, man. I didn't know you you know been at all levels, you know college, you know and all. I knew about Keenan, but I didn't know about the other schools. So that's that's all right, man. 
Um, seeing that you are an alumni, you know, you are the, if I'm not mistaken, you're the first quarterback in program history. You threw the first touchdown. Uh, did you run the first touchdown as well? Did you have the first rushing touchdown? Man, you know what? I don't remember any of that stuff. Yeah, I know that um, we played our first game versus Swansea High. And I want to say it was a a thrown pass because I want to say we only scored 10 points in that game. Um, And we lost. And and to be honest, that first year, man, you know, we weren't very good at the beginning, man. We were a team full of nothing but sophomores and juniors. We didn't have a lot of seniors on that team. And so we lost our first five games. Mm, Yeah, we we lost our first five games. Um, I can't remember the stats. Um, I wish I was that stat guy. But, um, you know, I was I was a part of what we did offensively. And, and uh, you know, our defense was stacked. It was really good. Uh, it was run and, and led by a guy named Mike Starnes. Um, Coach Starnes was the AD at um, Everson Northeast before he passed away some time ago. But uh, he was an energy guy, man. Um, and he provided and had a really good defense. And offensively, it took us a while to develop, man. But, but that first year, we actually ended up, we only won three games in the regular season, man. Three games, three region games got you third in the playoffs mm-hmm. and they got us uh, three wins in the playoffs. So so <laughs> crazy enough, we started 0-5, we finished 3-7, and but we made it to the playoffs and we um, we won three road games before losing the lower state championship game to Fairfield Central, who would later win the state championship that season. I think it's good, you know, for some of our listeners, you know, who are currently students here. You know, a lot of these kids, they think, you know, they're they're starting something new. But you know, we've we've had sustained success here at Ridgeview, you know, throughout the period since our school was was became since it was introduced. You know, we have a long line of athletic success. So I think that's good that the listeners get to get to hear about some of the early days of our football program. Um, switching gears, <clears throat> you know, I know you've been here prior as a as an OC. Um, but what does it mean to be back as the head coach of the football team? You know, what what what, what was that moment like when you found out that you got the job? Man, pressure. What? <laughs> no, um, man, the excitement and just kind of surreal. You know, um, not to say that that years ago I was thinking, oh, this is what the end goal was going to be, but um. Just seeing how my career path has gone and, and the kind of the ups and downs and, and all the opportunities and all the people that, that had invested in me and and to see it kind of come to this point where you get to come full circle um, to, the, to the school that gave me an opportunity from the very beginning. And, and it's crazy. This place has just always been there to give me that next opportunity um, to develop as a professional. Um, and so that part is, is just wild, but it it's crazy. It seems like a perfect plan, but I promise you every step of the way, it was just like, not that you fell into it, but it just, it was a natural transition. And, you know, I'm, I'm not even afraid to, to put it out there. You know, I applied for the job when Coach Parks got the job. And I can tell you right now, I wasn't ready for it. You know what I'm saying? And, um... And I wasn't ready for it, man. I think that just looking at where this program is, you know, uh, that transition was needed for Coach Parks to come in with with the skill set that he had and, and the energy that he brought. And um, 
to now kind of take that baton and, and take it to the next step, I feel like, you know, who else? I mean, to be honest with you, like, who else would, you know what I'm saying? Somebody told me it was the worst kept secret in the state of South Carolina high school football. Well, well there it is. Um, now, seeing that you, you know, we're looking to take the program to the next level. Uh, the, the guys were, we went to, I believe, the lower state, upper state championship this past season. Uh, lost one game from the state championship. Um, what are some of the things, the morals, or maybe principles that you're trying to to instill in the boys now that you're you're in charge of the program? Yeah, well, um, you know, it's first of all, it's important for the kids to understand history. You know, and, and um, so I make sure that they know that there were some people that came before them that um, sacrificed and, and really built and, and built the name that this program has had at various times throughout its 25-year history. Um, so I think it's just important to know where you come from. Um, but the two things I like to teach these young men, I like to teach them how to work mm -hmm. and how to play. You know, and you say, you know, work hard, play hard. Um, that's what we what we teach our young men. So when you look at, um, you know, everybody's got monikers. My two big ones are one by one and ambush, and we focus on both of those things. One by one, I tell them that's how we work. You know, it's it, it's a real um, short focus. It's it's one day at a time. We we work hard. Um, we own our own actions, and we put nobody before the team. I think if you do that every single day. One day at a time, you continue to get a little bit better and a little bit better. So that's how we work. We work with a one-by-one -one approach, and that, that one is W-O-N, work hard on your own actions, nobody before the team. And then in terms of, like, play, and this is not just how you play on the field. This is how you play in the game of life. You know, I feel like if, if you prepared and you've worked hard, when it times to play, it's, it's an ambush. Mm -hmm. It's an ambush in, in terms of football for us. You know, we want to be aggressive. You know, we, we're out there, we're motivated. We have reasons why we're out there. We want to earn a scholarship. We want to um, win football games. We want our parents to see us play. We, we want to um, make have friends and things like that. So we're motivated. We're out there motivated. It's about the brotherhood. You know, football is a year-round sport, and these guys have been working with each other, and they develop a, a close-knit part. So when you're out there, we sacrifice for our brotherhood. Um, so with that being the case, you got to be unselfish. You know, because every time it's not always about you. You got to be unselfish. You know, and, and the last two things we, we want to play with strength. That's mental toughness and physical toughness. And we'll play with a lot of heart. Like you know, what I'm saying we're really proud to be a Ridgeview Blazer. So once again, we ambush. You know, aggressive, motivated, brotherhood, unselfish with strength and heart. And everything we teach these young men um, is geared towards showing them there's a way to work to accomplish your goals and then there's a way to play when you are in the game you got that moment that you've um sacrificed and prepared for and it's time to play yeah i think those are all very important you know i might have to steal that one by one uh as far as in, in my in my coaching background i'm gonna have to use that with my teams um <clears throat> just watching from afar uh the main thing that I, I can tell, you know, that you're big on and that I really love is, is your coaching style is that you hold your guys accountable. You know, um, I think it might have been a week and a half ago. I think the guys, some of them were lollygagging in the hallway, had the Crocs on, didn't have the shoes. And, you know, you had I came out in the hallway, you had everybody, the entire team lined up, and they, hey, where they were messing up at, you handled them right there. You know, had them doing their push-ups. And I think that's important, you know, to get everybody on the same page. and. You definitely earn, you know, you command the guys' respect. 
and uh, I think that's that's really impressive. You know, moving uh, switching lanes. You know, on top of this being you know a, a a great job, you know your alma mater, you've also you know were, were fortunate enough to inherit a great deal of talent. You know, so so looking, I know this practice has only been going on maybe what two weeks now. Mm -hmm. um, who are, who are some individuals who have made an early impression so far? Man, uh, first of all, I don't want to uh, belittle one person or the other by, and miss a guy, mm -hmm. okay? I'll tell you what, what I see um, from the team, okay? okay? I see a, a group of young men that expect to win. Um, now, now we're still learning what that winning looks like, like that preparation for winning. Mm -hmm. But what I noticed that's here now that we were developing as I left was an a expectation of greatness. And where when one person sets the bar high, then the next guy next to him, not only does he match that bar, but he's trying to actually go past and exceed the bar. And, and I've seen that from all the kids. So um, the excitement when they're out there, you know, they, they put the helmet on every day ready for, you know what I'm saying? They're begging me, can we go full pass, coach? Can we go longer, coach? Um, so, so I can tell that, um, and it starts with that senior class, you know, 35 seniors, mm -hmm. you know, um, several Division I yeah. um, caliber kids. Um, several kids that that um, will be playing college football, and, and I'm not even afraid to admit. I tell Coach Parks right now, I mean, he did a great job because I think this group of seniors will probably break the record for the most kids to assign uh, to play college football that's come through this program. Um, we're extremely talented. Now, now, right now, we're we're not a complete team. You know, so so it is our job as coaches to, to develop these guys. And, and I love the process, man. You know, I love high school football because you don't get to choose your ingredients. You know what I mean? You, you're sitting there and everybody wants the masterpiece, but, but, you know, you have to make the most of what you have. Well, I will tell you this. If, if I could pick and choose what I wanted and what I needed for us to be successful, um, I have it in my locker room. So, so that that makes me feel good, man. Every position I feel good about, um, in terms of talent, um, coaching wise, I feel good about the teaching that we're doing out there, and uh, um, you know, mentality. I feel good about where these kids are mentally. I I, I love their focus, and, and yeah, there are little things there, but I think that's good because nothing is a large, glaring, um, you know, deficiency. It's all a bunch of little things that we have to work on. So I always tell the kids, and I've been telling the coaches, consistency is what's key. So that's why if you're not dressed right at the right time, yeah, we got to have consequences for it. But the thing I love about these kids is they never take it personal. They understand it's all, you know, for the betterment of the team. Yeah, that's great, man. It seems like um, for the most part you got everybody on the same page. <clears throat> Looking forward, you know, to, to the fall. Um, I believe the first game is versus Westwood, correct? Yes, you know, sir. Um, not only would that be your first game as the head coach of our football program, but you're also opening, you know, the brand new stadium. You know what? Knowing from where the program started to seeing, you know, seeing it today, what do you think your emotions, your feelings, you know, what's going to be going through your head that day when you know they announce the team? You know, everybody gets to run out. You know, it's the first. Home game, not the first home game on campus, but we're opening a brand new stadium. You know, it's going to be a ton of excitement. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be packed out, I'm sure. 
So what, what's going to be running through your mind and your body that day? Yeah, man. So um, obviously, I, I anticipate an electric environment. Mm -hmm. You know, a, a Ridgeview game anywhere yeah. is is electric because we bring um, that next level of energy. Um, you know, whenever we play, like teams get up for playing Ridgeview. You know, so already for it to be a rivalry game against a local school, um, you know, Westwood, I, I, I know that part would be exciting. But um, just kind of looking at the journey, man, and, and looking at, you know, where we were from the moment I was hired till now and, and looking at where I've come from, you know, 1995, 96 till now, um, all of that excitement, uh, will probably be too much to really uh, verbalize, you know, how it's going to feel. Hopefully I can keep my lunch down before the game, <laughs> you know. But, uh, man, I just I anticipate an electric environment where the entire community um, feels welcome and feel like they're home, you know, not feeling like this is just some place you go to for a couple of hours. But, you know, it's a place where uh, win, lose, or draw, you know, we leave it all right there. We get a chance to come back and defend our own home turf, you know, that's big, that's important. Um, and so what I anticipate is starting with that very first game, uh, you know, how Seattle um, has the 12th man. Yeah, that's that's what I anticipate. I anticipate that electric environment being something that we can recreate every week and maybe even make it bigger so that it becomes an advantage for us. You know, um, that stadium seats about 4,500, and that's perfect. You know what I mean? That That's so big that there's no reason not to pack it out every week. You know, so so I'm excited about it. Yeah, man, we're all definitely looking forward to it. If you are tuning in to this podcast, first game is Westwood. I, I don't have the date. I will be sure to. Um, August 20th. August 20th. 7.30. 7.30. We, we got to pack it out, man. Um, opening a new stadium, why not? It's all alumni, you know, all faculty, all students. We need you guys there. Um, are you guys having a spring game? Yes, sir. Um we are finalizing the details in terms of uh, will it be up top mm -hmm. over by the Highlands or, or will we be blessed enough to kind of be in the stadium. Okay. But uh, spring game, uh, a, excuse me, May the 27th at 7 p.m. Uh, we're looking at it being um, a fun field day. I confirmed DJ I am is going to be there. Shout um, out yeah, shout out to him, uh, alumni. Uh, so we know he, he'll bring bring it, bring the vibe with what he brings to the table, DJ wise, and uh, you know, give your first opportunity to take a look at the uh, 2021 Blazers. Uh, so so we'll go for about about an hour, you know, so so from about seven to eight, and, and get a chance to see the boys. Um, so I think it'll be electric as well. For sure, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll definitely be in tennis for that man. And coach, I just wanna. Thank you for your time. Uh, keep being a great role model to these young men. Uh, I think you're a perfect man for the job. I look forward to seeing where you take the program. And once again, I appreciate you for coming to sit down with me. No doubt, Cam. I appreciate you having me. Uh, this is the Next Level Podcast. I'm your host, Cameron Lee, and we are out.